Gracious, Brianna Osborne, and this is Inside Exec. Today we've got a topic on a somewhat lighter note. We're going to share with you our ideas for maximising your travel time. Now, whether this is actual travel time to and from work, whether it's travel time to go interstate or overseas, whether it's travel time that is independent of the actual travelling itself. So when you're delayed in airports or you've got layovers or you're waiting on the bus or you're waiting on the train, all those sorts of activities. And what is the most efficient way of using that time, whether it's for you personally or whether it's with an, an end goal. Oh, use the word goal, end goal in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you may speak. Okay, very good. Well, I'm going to be a bit provocative and say, you know, you can use that time any way you like, but... What is the hardest thing for most busy people is to say, time for myself. And that is, we always find reasons. So let's say I am on the plane and the plane is taking longer uh, for whatever reason. And so if that takes an extra hour, why am I working on the plane anyway? Why aren't I using that time to rest and recharge? If I'm delayed Because I have airport. to look important. Because <laughs> people around me won't know that I'm a very special person if I don't look like I'm working. That's one reason. <laughs> the other reason is because we workaholics sometimes mm. and we just think, oh, good, no interruptions, yes. no meeting. I can yeah. read this. I can do that. I can do this other thing. And at the end of the day, we know a lot of studies and research has been done about recharging better sleep, better meditation, mindfulness, all these things are really important to recharge. So now that you've been given a delay, so you at the airport or whatever, any of those situations you mentioned, why wouldn't you use that time to recharge your batteries and say to yourself, this is a bonus instead of being a frustration. I'm going to enjoy this. I don't normally look at shops. I never have time to look at shops at the airport, but I am now. How can she say that in a straight <laughs> And anything that you would do differently, but seriously sitting there quietly and enjoying that extra time that you have discovered, if you like, you can't do anything about it. So why don't you use it wisely? I rail at the discovered word. I think you should be planning for it. I think you should actively say it's going to take this amount of time. Everywhere we travel in Australia is a long distance. So we know that travel is going to be time-consuming and you should be responsible enough with your time to manage it efficiently. How you use that time is part of the management process. Now, I think I've mentioned in lots of other podcasts that I have always travelled for work. I've never been closer than about an hour away from wherever I've worked. And so it's always been part of my makeup is to use that time. I know I've talked to you previously about using that time going to work. Halfway is about home and other stuff and personal stuff. The other half heading to work is about work, preparing for the day. And the same coming home. It's letting go of work for the first half of the journey and then preparing for the home stuff the second half of the journey. What I also incorporated into that time was those periods of time that weren't about work, so the two halves that were about me time or about home time, was also about doing something active in that time. So it wasn't just sitting on the bus staring out the window thinking, what am I going to put in the dinner? Have I got everything there? What else do I have to do before I can get some sleep? I used to knit 
to commit for half the journey and so that also gave me a sense of accomplishment that I was actually doing something that was physically visible, that was tangible, that I could touch and feel, it wasn't just in thinking time and in later years when it was a little bit more difficult to travel on public transport and knit, then I used to meditate and, and I still, so this morning I travelled this morning, so the first half of it was me listening to a podcast that was just not a business podcast and I have lots of those to listen to as well. This one was a one that I subscribe to that is about books, book reviews, and it's a book that I've read so I knew the story anyway, but this was someone talking about the book who hadn't read it before and it was fascinating to me to hear the views of this person. And for half the journey I did that and then switched off and started to think about what I was going to do for the rest of the, the day today. And I'll do the same on the way back today. I'll for the first half it'll be download of my feelings about the recordings that we've done today and what else needs to be done and what we're doing for the next lot of recordings. And then about halfway I'll stick the earphones in and I'll listen to the rest of the podcast and unwind essentially and get myself in the frame of mind ready for the things that I've got to do this evening. That's a short period of time. If you look at any other sorts of travel, so say you're traveling interstate, invariably if you travel enough, you will be delayed somewhere along the line. And I think the uncertainty about the length of that delay lets us be lazy about how we're going to use that time. Most recently, I'm back from a, a, an overseas trip and there was a delay, there was a, a flight delay. And so I knew that we got offloaded off the plane. We had four hours before the next flight was going to take off. Counted into that was that we would have to go through security check again. So I've got to allow a certain amount of time for that. And that I needed to get in touch with some people to say that I'd been delayed. So there was a certain amount of time I had to allocate for that. And then I'm left with this chunk of time in the middle. And what will I do with this chunk of time? Because I'm in an airport and there's all this noise and activity and things happening around and... I've already looked at all the shops, of course, <laughs> and I've looked at all the restaurants, of course. So what am I going to do with this time? I've got a limited amount of technology with me. What will I do? Because I hadn't planned for that, not thinking that that would happen, I could have a plan for using that amount of time. I actually decided to do something for myself, something that I was talking about earlier. I really loved a New Yorker magazine. I used to have a subscription for it, but I found that I just didn't actually have the time to read it because it's the sort of thing that you've got to read cover to cover. comes out every week and invariably it would take me a week to get through it and I didn't feel that I was getting the enjoyment out of it that I wanted to, so I stopped the subscription. I did see that there was the current edition at the newsagent there, so I bought that and I sat down and for two blissful hours I was not aware of anything else that was happening around me and I just read this magazine for as long as I could and just had the, the best time and the most relaxing time because then I came out of it that period of time knowing that I still had the magazine that I could go back to if I needed to at, at some point as a break. I'd had a break from the tension and the disruption that the delay caused and I'd taken in some information but information in a way that I hadn't taken in for a long period of time and I could face the next five hours of flight knowing that I'd had that time off essentially because then I was going into an, another very intense period of time after that five hours of flight then there was another intense period of time before the end of the day actually came. One other thing that we often say I wish I had more time for 
in catching up with friends and family and stuff like that, that you're too busy. I've done that, where you have phone numbers or a list of people in your head that you say, okay, if I'm faced with the situation where I've got this delay or whatever, I'll just ring up and chat. And for no reason other than hi and have a chat what you're up to sort of thing. I'm not on that list, you know, that's <laughs> Well, anyway, I'll, I'll put you on the list. One trip, and it's been busy traveling for a long time over that particular year, and I decided to do the same, and I got very enthusiastic, and I rang, and I had long chats, and the people on the other side of the phone commented how relaxed I sounded and how chatty and all of that, so it was good. So I got encouraged by that, and I went down the list, and I rang the next person. So the warning that I'm about to give you is check who you're ringing and the time they have. The, I rang a person who was asleep and I don't think that they wanted to hear from me at that time of the night. So again, that's a good way to keep up as well with family and friends and stories as well. The other activity that I think we need to look at too is in looking at that, having a time to yourself, is also about looking at the environment that you're in and seeing if you can interact with that environment. So again, on this most recent trip, I knew that I had quite a long layover between two flights and that as frustrating as it can be these days in terms of going in and out of security checks and allowing the time for that, it would be inappropriate and a waste of time for me to stay within the, the terminal for that period mm. of time. And so with the availability of information on the internet, you can look at what you can do to get out of a terminal for a period of time and how close any of the activities are. And in a lot of cases, I will say that there are particular tours that are geared around people who are in transit. I know when I was last in Taipei, there was a, a really very good government tour morning or afternoon and you just had to register at the desk. They picked you up at the airport, they brought you back to the airport. It was free and it was three hours. And I saw more of the city of Taipei and, and particular highlights of the city in that period of time than I would have on any other tour that I might have paid for. The bonus was there was nobody else on the tour. There was no one else involved mm. that day. And so we essentially, and my companion and I on that trip, we got a, a guided tour of the mm. city and, and insight into the city that we wouldn't otherwise have got because we were the only ones on the, the, the tour. And I know that it's available in quite a few cities. I have been somewhere else that escapes me at the moment. There is Japan, another one. I think, has a similar. I don't know if it's free, though. The opportunity for you to get out, even if it's on the, the local public transport, to see a bit of where you are and to get back to the airport. So don't be constrained by the fact that you are travelling and you're moving from one sector to another to restrict your view of taking a, a part of where you are and learning a little bit about where you are other than what is presented to you in an airport terminal. Again, on this trip, on the way over, I arrived late. I had a hotel booked, got to the hotel much later than I expected and because it was sort of over midnight, over two days, they thought I was staying the following night. They didn't have any rooms of, of the, the level that I'd booked and I really was only going to be there for four hours before I needed to be back at the airport anyway. And so they just said, well, we'll upgrade you. We'll put you in a suite because you're only here for four hours. You know, And I was so thrilled with that I didn't go to sleep. <laughs> what was the point, really? I, mean, I was going to get on another plane where I could sleep anyway. So I wasn't concerned about that. But I think that part of it is 
going with the flow is taking the most out of the situation and getting the benefits of, of a more positive approach. I could have gone to that hotel and said, well, yeah, look, I did send you a mail. I did say I was arriving at midnight on this day. You know, you've got it wrong. But what, where's that going to get me? How is that going to make me feel better or them feel better or get the, the, the most out of that service? But because I said, look, I did send an email, but obviously the system doesn't allow for you to see that it's, it's this or it's that. You know, I, and I said to them, I said, I'm quite happy to just sit here on the lounge. So I'm only going to be here for four hours. It doesn't matter to me. So long as I'm not in the terminal, I don't yeah. care. Um, I just want to be away from, from that environment. And so you give them the opportunity to rise to the occasion, to do what they can within their influence to make you feel better about their organisation. And so from the other side of this point of view, if you're in a situation where you're faced with someone, that situation, then it's up to you to ensure that you're going to put the best light on it as well. You know, we all give back the attitude that we receive. So if we're giving out a good attitude, chances are for 95% of the time you're going to get back a good attitude, a reflective attitude. So it's just about how you approach it. All these examples come uh, summarised in making the most out of whatever situation is about you doing something good with the time yeah. that you have, which will help you have a break from your normal reading, behaviour, whatever, and refreshes you, whether you're on business journey or whether you're on a personal journey. Yeah. I think, again, you can choose. Interestingly, too, that increasingly the opportunity for the type of entertainment that we get, particularly on flights, is expanding. So that yeah. on the longer distance flights, obviously, you'll get the in-flight entertainment. My process is to immerse myself in that because I, I don't have TV at home. I haven't had for 20 years now. I'm not exposed to that sort of screen-based entertainment the way a lot of people are. So I'll immerse myself in that till I'm completely sick of it. But I did notice this, this just this most recent trip that there was also podcasts available. Yes. Which I hadn't seen previous to that. Mm. But then in, in two of the flights that I was on, the in-flight entertainment was based on an app that you downloaded to your phone. Mm. And you did it that way. So it was very personalised and very much more about your choice of what you were doing. The environment is giving us the opportunity to choose what to do. We should be managed and organised about what we choose to do. I think we've probably covered that. We've probably whetted your appetite for a bit of travel and a bit of management of your time so that you can have your you time and use that time appropriately. If you've got any particular suggestions that you use, we'd love to hear from you and hear those suggestions as well. For now, I'm Kim Bailey. She's from the Arthur Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Mm -hmm.